He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Glad to be back with you guys. I'm Drew Berkwist. This is my show. That was Joe Biden and Jill trying to use a phone. Just, you know, trying to use a phone, doing their thing. Remarkable week. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Um, apologies for, for last week being a unscheduled break from the show. I came back from Minnesota sick as a dog. Lasted all damn week. Really, today's the first day I feel even remotely better so um glad about that glad to be spending some time with you but i do hope you had a great thanksgiving with friends family everyone um and man i tell you what it's it's just going back to that clip there's a couple clips that i was going to show last week that we're going to show today i was out just just deal with it sorry we're we're gonna we're gonna do some new stuff today too but he thank you jill he you know he wasn't trying to figure out like some crazy video production call which by the way none of that stuff's hard these days anymore either it was literally just pick up the phone and i i wish we could have seen the video of it like him trying to like is it what do you do like I, like it, it's again it's it's a phone it's a phone you just talk into it it was embarrassing yet again um and, and speaking of last week real quick I think we've got at least one more clip here, Disco, that we'll show. But speaking of last week, he, he was. Do we have this? Is this? Is uh, old, let, let me. Yeah, let me it's try an to old get clip. It. Well, I, I can just talk through it. We don't need to get it. He was on stage last. You know, there's all these Thanksgiving festivities going on, and there's there's of course it's it's Joe Biden. So of course there's kids involved in the event, and of course he gets close to them and talks to them, this that and the other. But he at one point told this one kid. Just steal a pumpkin. You know, the stage is decorated with all kind of like harvesty, Thanksgiving, fall stuff. Steal a pumpkin if you want. Like, you can do whatever you want. And look, I get I get the point he was trying to make in that, I, I, what I hope he was trying to make. This is a boring event for kids. Do something fun. Be, be happy, yada, yada, yada. But my problem is, the, the problem I with got it. that scene. Okay, well, here, we'll just look at it real quick. Uh, imagine this has to be boring, boring, boring for these kids to stand up here. You're allowed to do anything you want, including go steal a pumpkin if you want. Anything you want to do. Folks, it's an honor for Jill and I to be here. So, again, look, do I have a problem <laughs> with, with him saying and admitting that these events are boring, especially for kids? No. And, and, and that's fine. That, that's what he's trying to say there. But... But I think the underlying more significant issue with Joe Biden or anyone from this current, you know, ridiculous administration saying just go steal something is that's literally their policy on almost everything nationally. So he might be saying it in jest to the kid. He might not be. But they are definitely saying it to everyone, the masses across the country. We feel bad for you, so take it. Take whatever you want or we'll give it to you. We'll, we'll figure this out. But the bottom line is, Take what you want. And that is a, a awful trend with this administration. And as far as Biden gaffes go, I feel like that's a, it's, it's not a bad thing. That, you know, he's just telling the kids, like, have some fun. I feel like it's, it's a, it's the, not, they don't have to walk anything back from that. You know what I mean? Like, that's no, no, no. as no, far there, as Biden gaffes go. Exactly. No, there, there's, there's, he one. didn't sniff the kid. He didn't grope the kid. You know, if I'm the kid, I'm stealing something better than a pumpkin. Um, but again, it's just it's just the but this is what you guys do is you tell people, you know, hell, guys, you in certain cities, you go into a store as long as you're stealing like under twelve hundred bucks worth of stuff. You're good to go. 
You're good to go. That's how this country operates now under this administration. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, okay, again, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I hope that you're one of the, uh, or three of the four, rather, that didn't skip it because because of, of Biden inflation, because of how awful things were, one in five families said that they were going to change how they did food, all of this you know, across America, according to this survey. But one in four families just planned to skip it altogether because of the, the rising costs across the board, whether it's turkey or stuffing or ham, you name it, whatever. Booze, you definitely needed some of that this year. But man, I tell you, it's, it was a great time here. I, I kind of rallied for that day. You know, I was sick all day. By the way, I, you know, I went to Minnesota for a Vikings game. I was so sick on Sunday that I could not go to the Vikings game. That's the definition of a failed trip right there. But come back, was able to rally you know, for Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving. it was bad because I've never known you not to, like, to go somewhere, even if you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, I'm going anyway. Right. So No, I literally Ubered. My brothers were there. I Ubered past the stadium. On the, I ended up going home that night. I was like, I'm not going to stay here and just chill. In the, like, I, I, I'm going to get home and, and try and recoup there. I Ubered past the stadium. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be in there. Now, granted, what happened in the state, the, the, the Vikings didn't go to the game either. So, yeah. so at least I didn't sit through that. But, um, <laughs> man, that was rough. Um, <laughs> okay, lots to get to today. We've got Elon Musk stuff we're going to talk about. We've got Trump DeSantis stuff. We've got more Biden stuff. There's so much. We've got plenty to get to in booze and banter as well today. Biden, by the way, pretty damn silent when it comes to the CCP lockdowns that are happening in China. We've got an awful, I'm talking, these numbers are, sta- I mean, we all know that we've got a drug issue here. We all know that people um, are, are taking too many psychiatric pills and drugs uh, for mental health issues, but the numbers are staggering. We're going to talk about that a lot more in Booze and Banter today. Um, there'll be some lighthearted stuff there too, I promise. But get on over there. You can go to drewberkwist.locals.com. That's the bell for question of the day. So let's get to it. It is this today. Do you think, I just kind of alluded to the fact that he has not much. Do you think Joe Biden will speak up about the protests that are going on in China as you send your responses in? Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Field of Greens. Folks, I've been telling you that you need to check out these products from Brickhouse Nutrition. They are absolutely awesome. It's not a supplement. They use the best ingredients, and they put it all of that into every product that they, they make. And right now, you can get on over there. You can save big by, by using uh, promo code DREW at the site. If you, if you sign up for a subscription, you can get an additional 10% off. It's a huge deal. You've got to go do it. It's six essential vegetables. It's all your, your vegetables, all your, um, your fruits, six cups a day each. There's awesome. I'm, I'm big on the lime, the lime-flavored drink right now. I suggest you try all of them, but I'm, we're, we're kind of down at, at the Berkwist household with the lime one. Uh, but you get it all in there. You shake it up, drink it down. It tastes good. You're set to go. You're going to feel better. Your skin's going to be healthier. So many benefits. You're going to have to trim your nails some more. That's the only, that's the only downfall. But Lots of good that comes from this superfood powder. Um, again, all real organic products. There's no fake stuff. There's no extraction here. It's just all the real good stuff. So go on over to field, uh, to, excuse me, to fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Drew to save. And again, if you subscribe, you can save an additional 10%. Okay, let's get to the responses here. Do you think, the question was, again, do you think Joe Biden will say anything, respond to what's happening abroad in china with their crazy lockdown shelby says no matilda nope don't think the coward will is that a rhetorical question i I like that response there joe will say nothing bad about his buddies in china nope he's too busy blithering and sniffing hair joe biden will never say anything about what's going on in china right now just a flat no says mark no says deb no 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 i don't so i haven't seen a yes so far, and a lot of you have alluded to in the different responses coming in, part, part of the reason is, is because Joe is bought and paid for by China. The amount of stuff that's shoved under the carpet, I mean, what's happening now and the police response, the government response, again, we'll, we'll show some footage and booze and banter today over on Locals. You've probably seen some on social, but the government response and how they have been treating their people with this, with everything they do on a daily basis, but particularly this COVID zero policy is 
ludicrous. But you look at what they do with the Uyghurs, you look at what they do with their social credit system, you look at what they do with everything, and there should be crazy amounts of outrage, not just from Joe Biden, but all of his buddies in Hollywood, star athletes. Like, where's LeBron on all of this stuff? I guess he has no problem with the genocide that's happening there right now. But it's something to watch because, man, I tell you, they are rising up in mass, and it's cool to see, but I'm also concerned with what we're seeing because of how this government rolls, what they're willing to do to their people. Okay, let's get into some stuff. Like I said, we'll circle back to, um, sorry to say circle back, but we will get back to the China situation and booze and banter today. But remember a few months ago when there were delays with baby formula, auto parts, other products, and we were all told that they were supply chain issues, right? Supply chain problems. And there were supply chain problems. We had boats. Remember, remember, remember showing the footage, by the way, of just cargo container ship after cargo container ship sitting off the coast. They couldn't even get in. It's ridiculous. And then there was a pending rail strike. As all that was happening, that would make things obviously significantly worse. You can't get them on, on board, unpacked, and then you can't get them distributed throughout the country. And during that time, Mayor Pete, at the beginning of the supply chain crisis, at least, he was on maternity leave milking his husband. Um, and then somehow, Joe came in and saved the day. But all he, which of course is not true, but all, that was the optics that they were going for. But all he really did was kick the can further down the road, and now it's time to renegotiate in terms of the, the railroad strike. And you've had KJP out there saying repeatedly, he's been ta- Joe Biden's been talking directly with, with the, the unions. He's very involved in this conversation, making it seem like, hey, I got this. The American people don't worry. Joe Biden's on the job. But the problem is, is it seems like they're on a different page, Joe Biden and the White House. Shocker, right? Take a look at this tape. Have you been in touch with the parties again? My team has been in touch with all the parties in rooms with the parties. I I have not directly engaged yet. The president is indeed involved directly. Yes, the president has been clearly. uh, He's been uh, held, uh, um, he's been briefed, but he has actually been directly involved. No, I just said he's been directly, I said, this is the third time I'm saying he's been directly involved and he has been directly involved. Again, the president has been directly involved. I just said the president has been directly involved. So I could say this, he's been directly involved uh, since before there was even a tentative agreement. The president is directly involved, as I have said. <laughs> so she's committed to saying he's, he's directly involved. But I don't know that he has. I mean, w- which one is it? Because Joe's saying, I don't know, I've, I'm not, I've not been directly involved. I mean, get your messaging right. Again, there's so much that I feel like they could just be coached on in basic points with their messaging. Lies, yes, 100%. Are they evil? Absolutely. But they can't get it straight. Whether it's this or whether it's the United States will stand with our allies, our friends in Taiwan if China invades. And then the White House says, no, we won't. There's no consistency there, whatever. But this is typical, typical communist bureaucracy at work. Part of the party says something. The other party, part of it contradicts it, tries to make you think what you heard wasn't true. No, you're the idiot. You guys are the idiot. I'm the idiot. Thankfully, there's people out there who mash these things up. You're and say, an idiot. <laughs> oh, have you watched that yet? I mean, it is the holiday season. No, not, I have not yet watched it. Uh, it's on the list, though. Referring to the Grinch, in that case, the you're the idiot, uh, you're an idiot comment, the, the Jim Carrey Grinch, who no one really likes Jim Carrey anymore, but he did do a phenomenal job there. But communists do this with everything. I mean, uh, everything. They have a narrative that they're going to force, even if we all know what the truth is. And the mainstream media dutifully acts like the lapdog bootlickers that they are every damn time. And in the case of this, they just push out the narrative there that KJP and, and the White House handlers want out there on behalf of the party. They're so transparent, you can see it so clearly every time. 
Again, it's just what they do. Create a problem that never should have happened to begin with, such as the supply chain crisis, and then act like they're coming to solve it. So they look like heroes. They've done it with that. They've done it with COVID. They're doing it with lots of things. But again, they're doing it with jobs numbers. I mean, how many times have we heard them brag about, look at the job numbers, the jobs that you got rid of because of COVID and then you brought back? It's lazy, but that's what they do. And there's enough dumb people out there, <clears throat> excuse me, that will go for it. So they just keep doing it. All right. <clears throat> Speaking of Biden, I wanted to touch on this last week. We're not going to go super deep on this because there's going to be plenty of, of conversation, plenty of threads that come about as it pertains to the Joe Biden investigation. But you had James Comer, who last week announced that the Republican Oversight um, Committee was launching an investigation into Joe Biden's business dealings with his son, Hunter, to determine something that we've, we, of course, know, and the people who are trying to investigate already know as well, if the president is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars. To which everyone should say, not only yes, but hell yes. Absolutely he is. We had a whistleblower. We've had multiple, frankly, but a whistleblower has come forward and says Joe Biden personally participated in meetings and phone calls with documents that show he was a business partner with access to an office. Of course, as we all know, he's been referenced in Hunter Biden emails as the big guy. None of this, guys, here's what's crazy about this. And again, it's the, it shows the just befuddling state of America right now. None of this is theory or or a possibility. Like this is all fact. This has been documented. There are audio phone calls. There are emails. There are bank records. There are eyewitnesses. And yet, we're still told, no, no, just no, stop. Don't worry about that. Look, look past it. Look past it. And remember, some of these revelations included that Hunter Biden earned more than $11 million from Chinese and Ukrainian business deals over a five-year period. So there's a lot more to come on all this. But <clears throat> are you ready to hear the term witch hunt again? But this time from the media, this time from the other side? Because that's what's going to happen. Because again, despite the fact that this is all fact, there are some parts that, that we don't know in fairness. But there's enough there to know that there is something. There's definitely a there there, right? There's definitely something worth looking into. We've known that for a long time. That, that's 100% certain. But they're going to drag this on. The media, the left are going to drag this on. They're going to characterize it as a witch hunt. And nothing will result. I mean, I, I hope and I pray good friends, that I'm wrong. But all this is going to be is a colossal waste of time and American taxpayer dollars. And nothing's going to happen to the Bidens. You're going to have, these GOP operatives are going to get rich in the process. The bottom line is the cycle where the D.C. swamp makes out and Americans do not is going to continue. That's what's going to happen with this. And sadly, I don't see it going anywhere. Now, the flip side of this, and I've heard people suggest this, and you could, you could twist my arm into to believing that it's a possibility, and that's that we're in the last and final stages of the Biden administration. And the, and the theory or the, 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 the line of thought that goes along with that is, okay, the communists have got the, the, the White House, right? There was no red wave. We barely eked out a victory in the House. We lost the Senate. <clears throat> they control the White House. And now, in this scenario, they're willing to throw him under the bus and move on with somebody else, somebody more sexy, someone who's able to actually string a few words together. And it would make sense because that's how the Communist Party works. They use you, then they get rid of you, and they've used and abused that family. But I, while that scenario can make sense, I just I still tend to be, and I'm with Shirley that I'm I'm hoping for positive results. It would be amazing. Our country needs it, and I would frankly, if it was a Republican, I would say the same thing. Let's get to the bottom of this. 
there has to be some transparency. We're, we're in such a desperate need for transparency and, and for the right precedents to be set, not the wrong ones, i.e. where people do bad things and nothing happens. It's time to change that. But I, I still just tend to think that they're, they, meaning the Democrats, are in kind of a why shake things up now kind of a mindset. Keep charging ahead. Is he an embarrassment? Yes. Has he ever accomplished anything in over 48 years in Washington, D.C.? No. Is he creepy? Does he always have these gaps? All those things, 100%. But, but look at all that we've been able to accomplish with him. People think that he's, some people think that he's in charge, which is laughable. And while they're laughing at him sniffing little girls and forgetting how to speak, we're ramming all these other policies through. We're making all sorts of ideological changes that are gaining steam in this country as they try and push us down this just horrible road and path that, that we're on. The question is, is how far down it will we go? So I, I tend to still think that they see him as a useful tool. Now, side point, I talked about it on Foreign Domestic this weekend, and we've probably talked about it here too. If they were to, to go with someone like Gavin, they'd have a better chance. If they were to go with someone and be able to pull out like a Michelle Obama, that's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. But again, you don't have to smear their names, not that, not that they need smearing, they're, they're awful people, but you don't need to smear them or drag them through the mud anymore. When you've already got a guy, just keep dragging him. Keep dragging him. That was a nice sneaky plug for uh, Foreign and Domestic, by the way. Right? You like that? Okay. Foreign and Domestic, Saturdays, 11 a.m. Eastern. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed. There's been lots of, um, just now I just will plug it. I mean, there's been lots of uh, engagement, lots of people watching that. That's a show with former uh, lawman, my, my good buddy, Ray Dietrich, who runs Red Voice Media. Myself, we kind of bring a foreign and domestic, you get it? Uh, approach to some stories and have some great guests. Oh, that's why you call it that. That's why we call it that. <laughs> oh, You're the producer, man. and you just figured it out. I love it. Um, no, it's been fun. So, so keep so keep checking that out. Share that as well because we're we're trying to um, reach a lot of people with that and and have some fun in the process too. But just when you thought uh, the whole January sixth committee was over with, now we've got an investigation into the investigation is basically what's happening now. And in this... Standby you know, to standby. <laughs> yeah, the standby to standby. In this Republican investigation of the investigation, and the investigators, by the way, it's going to include Miss Piggy, crying Adam Kinginger, Pencil Neck, Adam Schiff. That guy, he's a douche. Anyways, I bring that up because Schiff himself was on state-run TV, a.k.a. CNN, and was asked by the newsreader there, because let's be honest, she's nothing more, if he would comply with a subpoena, which has now been threatened in this investigation of an investigation. Here's what he had to say in response. If you are subpoenaed by Republicans when they take over, will you comply? Um, you know, we'll have to consider the validity of the subpoena. <laughs> okay, there you go. Depends on the validity of the subpoena. That's I, guys, use that moving forward. If if you're in a a bad situation, whether it's a I don't know a work related issue, a divorce, or whatever, well, you know, look, I'm gonna take some time, and I'm gonna really just ponder, and do some soul searching, until I get to the point where I can determine internally, not legally, just internally, whether or not I think this is valid or not. And that's as ridiculous and laughable as his response is. By the way, there's people going to, to, to prison for not responding to a subpoena. But they know that they don't have to play by those rules. But what he did is he gave himself cover with the propagandists in the media. Because now he literally can come back and say what he just suggested there. That, hey, you know what? We looked at it, The subpoena wasn't valid. And then the Democrat ass kissers that they are in the media will literally just pair it around that point. Like, oh, okay, you know what? Here's the deal. Republicans are saying that this guy was subpoenaed, that guy was subpoenaed, this, this chick was subpoenaed, but they don't see it as valid, so we're going to tell you it's not valid, 
and you need to understand the narrative that we're telling you, which is, again, it's not valid, when in fact it's not up to them to determine that. I.e., all of this, the cycle just repeats itself. And credit where credit's due. Again, I I give the Democrats credit because they're really good at playing word games. And the reason they're so good at it is, is they know how to do it, and they know that they've got the media that's there to provide top cover. If we had an honest, I say this all, uh, probably a lot, but if we had an honest media in this country, I'll pause for you so you can laugh a little bit. But if we had an honest media in this country, Democrats would not win elections, you guys. They would not, they would not be able to even cheat enough to win elections because their message and their policies are trash. But because these guys, the Democrats, in the mainstream media are in bed with each other, both literally and figuratively, they get away with it. And as a consequence, the American people never get any clear answers to any questions. And when you ask questions, you're called a conspiracy theorist. Great times. Great times that we're living in. Remember when a conspiracy theorist was just all about aliens? Yes, yes. Now it's, you put America first. (laughs) How dare you? You patriot (laughs) son of a bitch. Um, (laughs) We we can't have people listening to you. (laughs) No. Nope. And they get away with it. You're right, June. You are right. It's sad. Last thing I think here on Biden real quick, then we'll, we'll, we'll get into some of the other stories here. But we all know that his economic policies are, I mean, disasters doesn't begin to even describe them, right? We, we, I'm not going to go through the laundry list of how bad things are, economically speaking, here in the country with the recession that we're in right now. But the big guy, Joe himself, had some advice for people who are concerned about the cause of, cost of rising electricity this winter and, and being able to heat their homes. Here's what he said. Take a listen. Windows, 500 for new doors, 2,000 to install a heat pump, 600 to replace electric panels. These are what, the, here's what this means. If you're living in a home with a drafty windows and doors starting January 1, you'll be able to save up to $1,100 in the cost of replacing them. And that's just on the upgrade. You're also going to save a lot of money going forward because your utility bills are going to be lower. And that's good for your wallet, but it's also good for the environment because you're using less energy. And that's not all. If you want to install solar panels on the roof, you can get a tax credit for 30% of the cost. It'll bring down the cost of insulation by about $7,500. And when you get to keep savings money on your electric bills for the remainder of the year. (laughs) First of all, is it just me or does it sound like he's drunk on like wine and quaaludes? Like he's just, he's not sounding good there. Not that he usually does sound good. He doesn't. But that wasn't a good look. But it's always obvious when his Adderall cocktail wears off. Like he just goes to this place where he sounds like a drunken bar fly slouched over, crying into his UCAN jack about the woman who got away from him. Or in this case, maybe a little girl, because he's Joe Biden. It's, it's a bad look. But what he's saying is absolutely ridiculous. Just to, just to recap, and the, the question wasn't there on the front end, but his advice for those concerned about cold winters Rising energy prices, the inability to heat people's homes is to get energy-efficient windows and solar panels so you can get the tax credit for them. Then, and only then, moving forward, your energy bills will be down because of all of these modifications that you've made on your house. I mean, seriously, you guys, only a smug elitist would respond to a question about concerns of heating homes and electricity costs going into the winter was saying, spend more money and just overhaul everything. We're in a recession, Joe. 
The price of gas is going up. The price of food is up. And if you think, and he, this, that's, this is what's maddening about it, is they do. But if you think that people are going to prioritize getting solar panels over feeding their children and warming their homes, you're living on a totally different planet. Oh, so wait, we need to sp- oh, we need to buy the stuff. I get it now. We need to spend the money and Yes, and then you'll get a the tax things. credit. You'll get a tax credit. <laughs> it's not going to happen it in like, time <laughs> before winter. If they could have if they could afford it, they would have already done it and they wouldn't be complaining. Right. You know what I mean? These are the people these are the people who've been getting hit the hardest with what's been going on in the COVID and the recession and inflation and all that stuff and he's telling them buy more stuff. Yeah. Cool. You know what? Let's just take a line of credit out on Biden. Go to the bank. You know what? The president said I could take it. I need it because I need to fix my windows. So just put it on him. And yep. um, and I won't pay I bet it back, you can by get, the way. Yeah. yeah, I bet you get his social. Just call up uh, the White House. You can get it. It'll be fine. And, uh, you know, we'll be good. I. It's just who wrote that and said, yeah, let's just go have him say that. Who thought that? That's what's going to make people be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I. I, I'm presuming, although I, I don't, I don't even know if I believe. I don't, I don't. This guy confuses me <laughs> so much. I'm presuming he's shooting from from the hip there, and and that's <laughs> that's coming out. Like, what should I do? Like, this would be a good that's idea. A, do that, this. That's a high assumption. <laughs> but <That's> a... <laughs> I mean, I, this this party though. That is how they think. That's how smug elitists think. Just spend. And we saw it with electric vehicles, right? Gas is up. Buy an electric vehicle. Who can afford electric vehicle? Who, by, by the way, a lot of people don't want electric vehicles. But they have pulled the biggest scam on Americans ever. They've gotten half the country to believe that they actually care about them when they, in fact, don't. This Democrat regime hates their own people's guts just as much as they hate Republicans, conservatives, people who love this country. And if you're not at the top of the heap in the Communist Party, they don't give a crap about you. They just don't. And again, we always talk about this. It is us versus them, and us includes Democrats. I know some of you Democrats out there are like, I'm not on your team. Yes, you are. Now, I will say you're not really on my team because I don't want you fighting with me or or being around me because you're not trustworthy. But in the most simple terms possible, it is us versus them, them the elite, the people who have all the power, control the levers versus the rest of the people. Because there are so many Democrats out there who don't understand just how badly they're being played. By their own team. What's the saying? Uh, the uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So it's it's like that's that scenario right here. Like we, we don't agree, but we have a a joint, you know, enemy here. So we can we could we could rub shoulders for a, a minute. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then I'd love a shoulder and after rub it's... right now. By the way. Hmm. Yeah, and then things went off the rail. Um, yep. <laughs> okay, so we've got plenty more to get to, guys. Uh, before we get to it, before we take a quick break, please smash that like button, whichever platform you're on. Plus sign over on Rumble. It's the Boxing Glove uh, if you're on the Rumble app. If you're somewhere else, you probably know how to do it. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you are following that page. Don't unsubscribe anywhere, guys. We Like I always tell you, or I've been telling you re- repeatedly at least here, that we're not sending this show to YouTube anymore because they're they're awful people and they hate me, but and they hate you. But don't unsubscribe there. Don't unsubscribe there because we do have other stuff coming that way. That's that's a little less political, but it's stuff that I think you guys are going to enjoy. So please keep that channel. Stay subscribed there. We'll tell you what we mean as we get closer to that. But keep that there for now. Though hit that like button here. Make sure you're subscribed, and we'll be right back after a quick break. Christmas and Happy New Year! 
I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my original My Slippers are back in stock. You've made them a huge success, and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. Not only that, I'm having the biggest closeout sale ever on our sandals and slides for as low as $19.98. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90 on my original My Slippers, or for as low as $19.98, you can get our sandals or slides. Quantities won't last long, and with my 60-day money-back guarantee, you can rest assured they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. It's that time again, time to shop for Christmas. But where can you find the perfect gift? Shop Mammoth Nation. We have hundreds of retailers offering thousands of products. You can shop everything from home goods to sporting goods, travel to apparel. The best part? You get great discounts from retailers that love freedom and love this country. Shop to the right, give to the right. Join Mammoth Nation and use this promo code to get 30% off. May God bless you and your family throughout this holiday season. Musk here. There's been lots of conversation about him lately. I know some people sick of it. I get that. Some people excited, still having fun. I get it. I get wherever you're coming from. But before we talk about some of the stuff today, we've, we've, there's a couple different, I guess, angles that I want to touch on today. And before we get to the stuff that's the most current, I want to take a step back again, because there was no show last week. Um, but there were some important events that happened last week, which you're aware of. But it all just kind of plays in together because, the, first of all, the guy has been an amazing – he's like the troll champion on I, what's now his own platform. But, he's man, he's been good. And he put out a poll last weekend on Twitter asking about another person who's, who's a, a pretty great <laughs> tweeter himself in Donald Trump saying, hey, should we re reinstate his account or not? Trump won. <clears throat> it was a – it was a, a I don't know if I'm surprised by this or not, but it was a narrow margin, 52% to 48%. And his account is back. Doesn't mean he's going to use it. Um, but just the fact that it was reinstated created the greatest liberal meltdown since he won the presidential election in 2016. Again, doesn't mean that he's going to use the account. Now, I've said before, I think he should. I understand why. I understand he's pissed at, at Twitter. Jack and the old people <clears throat> and why wouldn't he be he should be I understand he's got his own platform and truth social I get all that I think if you're going to announce which he did he announced he's running he's run if you're going to run you need more ammo you need more reach and he's got a shit ton of reach on Twitter so just to me it makes sense that, that uh, he hasn't called me and asked me yet but but literally the response to you know Libs were pissed when Elon bought it in the first place and it went through. But when he reinstated people, when he reinstated people, all of a sudden now I'm leaving Twitter is like the akin of people saying I'm moving to Canada if Trump wins. And after, by the way, I thought this was just, <laughs> Elon puts out a tweet after he reinstated the account. He put out this image. It's a little provocative, but, but this is how Elon Musk rules. Take a look at this. 
I won't. <laughs> I won't necessarily <clears throat> describe it. Uh, if you're watching, you can just see. Uh, but it's a very tempting scene um, that I thought that I thought was kind of comical. But like I said earlier, I mean, I used to think that Trump was a master troll, and he is. He is. But Elon's troll game is like a different level. And it's freaking out every Tesla driving commie in America. I mean, they are losing their minds. And a lot of you said it's been so fun to see. I haven't tweeted a whole lot. I'm not a big tweeter in the first place. You guys know that about me. It's my, probably my smallest audience. I don't, I, just, I don't have the time to be an avid, active tweeter. But I have gotten on there a lot lately and watched everything shake out. And it's been remarkable. Oh no! It's it's one of those things where it it's like let me get <laughs> let me get some popcorn, yeah. Let me get a few drinks and just sit and watch. I don't even you don't even have to post anything. You can just watch as things are coming out. People are just going crazy. Yeah. And I think I even texted you. I was like, I'm loving the meltdown. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, like last week. I was like, this is just fantastic because, you know, they want to have it their way. Yes. They want to have it the way that they. You know, we we don't want things that we get offended by all that stuff. Okay, well then you know what? Get off all social media. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like the biggest deal that I think with social media is we have kids in middle school and in high school, maybe even elementary school. I don't even know. I, I hope it's elementary, but they're getting cyber bullied on social media. Like that's a huge deal. That's in and kids are committing suicide because of that. Yeah. Putting Trump back on is the least of anyone's worries. I'm no. very sorry. Yeah. Like, like we need to, there's, there's a bigger problem that needs to be focused on it, but no, they just, they no he's back. Like, well, what am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah. Alyssa, uh, Carrie saying Alyssa's was the best. Um, she, her meltdown, Alyssa Milano's was, was pretty epic, but, but I mean, f- first of all, let's take a step back. They flipped out about a lot of things, not just the Trump thing, but the Trump thing has been a big one. And what you are saying is you do not believe who was at the time the leader of the free world, still an incredibly influential figure on a global scale. You do not believe they should have a voice because you do not like their voice. It, 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 it just has to be stated again. Like, that's how the left plays. It's all or nothing with them. Oh, we love free speech unless you disagree with us, and then we hate free speech and we hope you die. Like, that's... That's how they are. And by the way, none of these people who are leaving Twitter, we'll see how many of them like permanently do leave. None of them are giving up their their Teslas. It's I like I, the great it's like the great purge of uh, Spotify that was going to happen. Yes, right? <laughs> how like, dare right, you, host see you leave. Joe Rogan there. Yeah, I, it's it to me it's one of those things where it's like fine, leave. Doesn't matter. Most yeah. of you guys most of the people who are making the biggest uh, like you know, they're the most upset people are the ones that have like twelve followers. Fine, that's great. Bye. Yeah. See you later. See ya. Your no dad's the only one who comments. Your dad's the only one who comments on your posts. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> or retweets your post. Have a great day. Well, it just. I mean, there's such virtue signalers. Like again, even the people with a big audience. You're you're picking the easiest way to take a stand, in 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 their opinion. You're throwing up a mean tweet. You're angry about, you know, the fact that Trump's back and, and your feelings are hurt and, and you're leaving. You're leaving. Which, which is, is uh, I'll give, if they actually do leave, is, a, is at least a step forward. I mean, usually these are the same people who just put a frame around their social media profile pic. Or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever the filter, you know, they put a filter on, something like that. Bottom line is they, they make it seem like there's this appearance that they care when in fact they don't at all. They just want their friends and family. That, that fictitious person, which is, is, is in reality millions of, of real life people in this country who have no followers and only their, their spouse and their dad follows them. It's like, they just want those people to know that they, they pre- are pretending to care about something. It, it, it all just means nothing. But in all of the meltdowns, everything that's going on, you had CBS weigh in and make an announcement about their plans for Twitter 
This was last week. Take a look. And Musk has called for an emergency meeting for all remaining engineers. In light of the uncertainty around Twitter and out of an abundance of caution, CBS News is pausing its activity on the social media site as it continues to monitor the platform, Major. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. I love it. I love it. So CBS... I, <laughs> I wish we had the the clip from the Jim Carrey... Uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch where it's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's they're taking it seriously because Elon called for a meeting with staff members to streamline the platform, iron out some kinks, make things better, adjust the security code that was susceptible to bots and hacking. Trump's reinstated. I mean, we've got to shut things down. We can't be tweeting on here anymore. They, I mean, they're literally just playing into. They they were looking for a reason to virtual signal, virtue signal with the rest of their left-wing friends. And, I mean, I love the, the statement, too, that the dude says, the reporter says, out of an abundance of caution is the phrasing. They do that every day. They use phrases like that every time they want to clamp down on something with authoritarian power. It's always under the guise of caution or safety. Like two weeks to flatten the curve. Wearing a mask just shows that you care. Just stay inside for the love of Pete. You're going to kill old people, even though, even though sunshine and vitamin D are going to really help you combat COVID. It's always under that, we're just doing this to help you. That's always their approach. But I thought it was ridiculous that they did that. Okay, let's get to some more Elon here. So I, we kind of, like I said, we took a step back. Things have been crazy the last several weeks, but particularly the last week since he reinstated Trump. People melting down. But did you see, not this one here, Disco, but this, th- that we'll do that in a second. This tw- tw- um, Elon tweeted out something on Friday, which read, my preference for the 2020 presidency is someone sensible and centrist. I hoped that would be the case for the Biden administration but have been disappointing so far, meaning the Biden administration. Of course they have. So the world's richest man, Elon Musk, can see the writing on the walls in all of the damage that this Biden-Harris administration and their handlers have done, what their policies have been doing, not only to people right here at home in the United States of America, but abroad, across the world. And in that thread, after he brought that up, Someone, we can pop this up now. Someone said, hey, would you support Ron DeSantis in 2024, Elon? To which he responded, and you can see it there on the screen, yes. And people, again, lost their minds. And and it's opened up this whole other conversation. Headlines, you can see headlines all over the internet. Musk backs DeSantis. Now, he kind of did. I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm not saying that what was said there wasn't true. But, of course, there's been all sorts of hubbub in the the most recent weeks, and we've talked about it on the show, about Trump or DeSantis. Why are they spatting this, that, and the other? Who's the better person? Yada, yada, yada. And DeSantis, of course, has been gaining lots of momentum, not just in recent weeks, but in recent years because of how he handled COVID. And there are, we've got, regardless of the camp that you're in, Regardless of the camp that you're in, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. <clears throat> or what, I, what I'm working towards saying, I'll, I'm going to say again. But there are lots of independents who view him as the most logical pick for the GOP in 2024. There just are. Some of that has to do with the rhetoric that's been built up, the, all the noise that's been built up around Trump. I mean, think about it. When he left office, he had been impeached a second time. It was bogus. It was total crap. But the, the, what was being talked about was insurrection. The media was talking about a return to normalcy when Trump left office, which was also just a gaslight created by the media on the American public. But every day, every day with Trump was a, 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 a crisis in the media. Whether it was the Russian P-tapes, again, a hoax, the economy, how many scoops of ice cream Trump had, 
how he cooks his meat, whatever. It didn't matter what it was. They turned it into something. We had four years of the media saying the sky is falling. Everyone run. So a lot of people, and I say a lot of people, not necessarily you, a lot of people in the country who are in the middle to middle left, as well as just right of center, were fatigued when his term ended. It doesn't mean that they were fatigued with him necessarily, but they were fatigued from the nonsense that our country went through. They're tired of hearing it. All the media that was being pumped out, as again, Biden says, let's return to normalcy, which is hilarious, as if showering with your preteen daughter is normal, or using your drug-addled son as your bag man to launder money. I don't know if he understands the definition of normal. But there's others that are out there. we got to keep in mind with all of this. There's, there's others that are out there that hate Trump so much because of the BS that the media spewed at them or just because they're uncomfortable little bitches and they, they can't handle people talking in different tones and saying things that make them sad inside. But there's people that hate him so much that they're willing to take the country down the road of communism just to not go his way, which is insane. I mean, we're literally experiencing that right now. They've thrown so much mud on Trump, gotten so many people riled up about him because they're terrified of him, to the point where there's literally people who, not necessarily all knowingly, but knowingly or unknowingly, are, are like, all right, let's go this way, just for now. Just for, let's just go down the communist path for a little bit. Maybe it won't ruin everything. <clears throat> but you, yeah, but then, then there's the... The news stations and the newspapers that wrote the articles, remember about the Trump PTSD or the PTSD Trump? Uh, the people were like, after Trump was, when he was in office and also after, they were like, oh, people have PTSD from Trump. It's like, oh my gosh, stop it. <laughs> like, like yeah. why are you allowing this to be okay? Like, why are you saying that? Why, why, why are articles being written about it? People talking about it. Like, no, stop it. If you don't like a someone, you don't like someone, that's fine. But saying that you have PTSD from Trump, like, all right, well, guess what? You're probably gonna you're probably gonna get it again, and it may yeah. not even be Trump. It could be DeSantis that you get it from because you're not gonna like him being America first and putting the citizens first and making sure that they're thriving and successful and all yeah. this stuff. So hey, you know, it'll be more of the same. It's just it's just it's just a different name, a different face for the media for for sure. But I mean, here, here's here's uh, this is this is what I was saying like five minutes ago that I'm gonna say I've said before I'm gonna say again. You guys, let's just see how things play out. Let's see how things play out. I I have my thoughts on it. I share them sometimes. I love what Trump did. He was an amazing president, among the best ever, if not the best ever. He did it differently, yes. But man, it was so important that a light was shown shined upon what was happening in D.C. and just how broken this system is. A lot of people are woken up because of it. Ron DeSantis is clearly the hottest rising star in the party, maybe the hottest candidate there is right now. But the, at the end of the day, I like them both. I wish Ron would stay here. I see why people think he could be the better candidate as well. But I, states matter so much right now. But at the end of the day, regardless of how it shakes out, what we should want as a GOP is one, to be unified, not with the rhinos and stuff, but the America first, the actual conservatives. We should be unified, want the best candidate who has the best chance to win. That's the key thing. It's not how much do you like this person or how much do you like that person? I frankly like both of them. And there's some other people I like too. I, they're not, they're not as, as politically on fire as they are. But at the end of the day, what we need is a candidate who aligns with our values, both of them do, and has a good chance of winning. Whichever one has a better chance of winning, that's what I want because that's what our country needs because, frankly, if we don't win, we're in trouble, folks. We're in a lot of trouble. Well, and another thing to think about, too, is you know, as much as some people are like, no, we, we got to have Ron up and – 
up at Capitol Hill. We got to have him there in the White House. So he's only 44 years old. Let's let him stay in Florida for a little bit longer. Because, you know, most of the time, it's once they're done being president, they're kind of done. Right. They don't they don't really go back into politics after that. I mean, how could you? Well, I was I was running this nation, and now I'm back to being the governor. Which, who knows? Maybe he, maybe he could make that swing. Maybe he could make it, and it'd be fine. But, you know, it's, you know, like... He, you know he's not that old, so let's let's keep him where he's at right now, and then move him up. You know, late because who knows? Maybe he wants his career to be longer, or maybe he's like, "Hey, I'm ready to be done with this. Let's let's go out on top." Yeah, who knows? Exactly. Who knows? I I, I think that's the point. Is none of us know right now. Let's let this play out. It will it will run its course. It's going to be an interesting next two years, but it's going to run its course. The bottom line is is we need one of them to win. One of them to win. Period. End of story. So, um, okay, so earlier we showed you how the worst press secretary in history of the White House um, was sharing a very different message than Mr. Biden. But now let's talk about the best press secretary in history. The best. uh, I'm talking about Kaylee McEnany. So, So she stepped out and said this about Elon. There's a conversation, you know, a thread going about Elon. And she stepped out and said this, big deal. Elon Musk is responding to requests to make public all internal discussions about decision to censor the at New York Post stories on Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop. The tweet went on. I was the press secretary at the time when Twitter also suspended my personal account after sharing the story. <clears throat> so her personal account suspended when that happened. Um, but she went on to say, this is necessary to restore, or excuse me, Elon said this is necessary to restore public trust, and that's that's how she responded to that. But she's absolutely correct, right? I mean, of, I mean, uh, of course we all want that. But if we can be practical for a second and be, you know, put the shoe on the other foot. If we were on the other side and we weren't douchebag communists, but we just we we're on the other side. Everyone, it's like the election, right? Everyone should want fair, equitable elections with ID, you know run properly and then whoever wins wins everyone should want to know the with facts. machines that actually make the counts correct and yes all and of don't that. spit out yeah don't spit out every third one and you know yeah an election that actually it works and is valid right remarkable <laughs> concept i know but <laughs> who would have um, thought but we should want that, and we should want this with this. So Elon puts that out, and that's uh, – sorry, I was there's an updated link for booze and banter, guys. That's, that's the one that we're going to be at today. Um, slight mishap earlier. So follow the most recent one. We'll share it again. But she's absolutely correct. We do need answers. And we all know in the case of the New York Post, you know, Hunter Biden laptop story and Twitter – and and we certainly know with Facebook now, right? Because Mark Zuckerberg even came out and talked about it and, and talked about the FBI's involvement in that. But <clears throat> big tech, the media, the Democrat Party, they're all working together. They have been to suppress you know, free speech, censor opinions that they don't like in the case of the election, opinions that would affect the outcome of the 2020. I mean, look, I, I talk about this article all the time. But remember the Newsweek article. That literally said it. Their words, not mine. We knew it to be the truth, but they talked about how there was an alliance between big business, big tech, the media, everyone, the Democrats, to ensure that Trump would not win. It, it says that. Go find it. Unless they've taken it down. You can read it. The cards were stacked against us. And man. But I, I, think, I think, though... As divided as we are in this country, and and we're as divided as we've we've ever been. See you, June. I I I think I I at least hope that less than half. It's way closer to half than it should be, but less than half of the country wants to be actually subjugated. Right. I, I mean, it might be forty-seven or forty-eight percent do. It's a high number. But I, I, in my heart of hearts, when, when, when the rubber meets the road and you're at that, that key point and the choice is clear before you, it's not clear to a lot of people right now. They're not paying attention. But when it's before you, most people don't want to be subjugated. 
And if we can turn the tide with some independence, getting people in the middle, people who haven't been paying attention to understand, not only that communism isn't a good thing, it's of course an awful thing, but it's a thing that's happening here. It could be good. It could be good, my friends. We, that's what we need. We, need. we need to win on that level. And we need to get our ability to get our voice out there. And Elon, so far, I have lots of questions about him too. But so far, he's exceeded expectations of making Twitter a place for free speech. And the litmus test is seeing how the left responds and they're flipping out. So you know it's going pretty well. <clears throat> so well, in fact, that the left is now is now demanding that Google and Apple. Did you guys hear this? They want Google. This happened with Parler, right? Which was a was and still is a fringe social media app. It's not. It's never been Twitter. It's never going to be Twitter. But they want Google and Apple to remove the Twitter app from their app stores. I mean, they're so desperate they're so angry and out of their minds with everything that's happening on twitter with elon the trump reinstatement yada 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 just letting people who have different opinions share their opinions that they're just going straight up brute force i mean literally liberals the radical left they never say like okay maybe we can compromise never it's it's literally either do it our way or we're going to burn everything down. So we'll call it a peaceful protest, but we're going to burn it all down. I mean, look at their track record. That's exactly what they did during the Civil War. The North was like, okay, we need to, to get rid of slavery. Let's abolish that. The Democrats were like, uh, hell no. We will go to war with you over it. And for those history buffs out there, that's what they did. They've literally not changed the- in over 200 years. Yeah, do you remember the 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 um the Canada like trucker thing going on and everyone donated to the yeah the was it the Gibson Go or whatever or not that it was, what was the first one they get, they donated to it was um GoFundMe yeah GoFundMe and they're yeah. like nah we're so glad that you donated to a cause but we don't agree with you so we're gonna take that money and put it somewhere else yeah <laughs> eventually they had to give it back I'm pretty sure but but that's what they yeah. were doing yeah. No, I'm telling you guys, I, y'all, I, I, you know this about me. Most of you do, at least. You know, I, I worked as a counterterrorism officer. I spent most of my life overseas fighting the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, people like that. People who do not compromise. They want you to be under their thumb and just like them. They will use you and abuse you as, when they're under their thumb. But that's how they are. This, that's the same mentality of the left. And it's a very dangerous mindset to have existing here which it does in America. No freedom-loving American should ever accept the way that they do business, the way that they operate. I love what Elon said in response to all of it, though, the whole taking it off the Google and the Apple App Store. He's like, I'll just build a new phone. Like, I'll just make a new, a new phone, a new App Store. I don't know if you know this, but I'm the world's wealthiest man who's also very smart. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. The outrage is great. If you haven't gotten on there, I know Twitter's literally the same as hell on Earth, but it's been pretty entertaining. Okay, we're going to get into some stuff that's straight from hell in booze and banter. We've got a play that's... I might save that story for when Tom's here. Tom's not here today, but um, <clears throat> we've, we've, we've got this nasty play that's out there that's mainstreaming, mainstreaming uh, pedophilia. No shocker in this country. A crazy number of psychiatric drugs, more than you thought in this country. We've got all sorts of stuff. The China stuff we're going to get into. Some surprising, not surprising to us, but some vax news that even the Wash Poe put out there. That Fauci and, and Walensky, it seems like they were maybe lying to us. They would never do that. We'll talk about it. We're going to get into all what? that over on Booze and Banter. The link is going back into the various chats right now, guys. Get on over there. If you don't see the link, you can just go to drewberquist.locals. We're going to see you there in about five minutes. Hope you have a great day. Be safe. Be smart. Be free.
You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.